0: Hey, little bit freaks, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host Amanda, and I'm Hannah. And if you're new here, hi, welcome. If you like things strange and unusual and true crime, you can go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button. You can also head down to the description box, and you'll see a link that will take you all to, our, to all of our social media: um, Twitter, Instagram, and all that jazz, and all that jazz. Yeah, we haven't done it in so long; I kind of forgot. How to I know. Alright, we're back, guys. Um, Yeah, the Hannah hadn't been here in like three weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. And then she was sick last week. Just the cough. Couldn't yeah. stop coughing. Which she might cough a few times here yeah. and there, but it's still it sick. is what it is. Ain't nothing we can do about that. Does anybody else have like a cough that just won't fucking go away? It's everywhere. Yeah. It's fish. Christmas season and all the girls be coughing. Christmas- <laughs> It's Christmas season. And <laughs> and all the, the girls speak coffee. We need some hauls now. We need <laughs> some hauls now. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, we're back. This one's gonna be a short one. This one's pretty interesting. Um, this is about a family that was basically a family of serial killers in the eighteen oh. hundreds. Yeah. Um, this came across. I think it came across my TikTok. And then I was like, huh? So I looked into it. Um, there's lots of stuff on the internet about what's really cool, though, is like about this family. There's lots of stuff on the internet, like um, the house. And we'll get into that and we'll talk about the house and everything and post some pictures. But they have like diagrams of how they think that this family murdered their victims um, mm-hmm. based on what they saw in the house and some other reports. and Like we'll into kids it. murdering? So we'll get into it. But it's okay. a, basically, no, it's not kids. It's a mom, and dad, and then two siblings, question mark? We'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive in. So we're going to talk about the Bloody Benders today. That's their name. It was the Bender family, but obviously got the, the bloody part after, you know, all the murders and the bodies that they found. <clears throat> so the Bender family moved to Kansas in 1870 and to follow a spiritualist. I guess it was kind of like a um, a cult, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they followed the spiritualist group there. Which I didn't even realize there was that type of stuff in the 1800s. I figured, you know, witchcraft. Burn her! Like, yeah. I figured that. Mm-hmm. But I guess that was more of like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So, the family was made up of John Bender, the father. Elvira, the mother. Uh, Kate. Elvira. And John, who were either their kids or they were a married couple that was, like, one of them was the kid. So, that's why I said siblings kind of, maybe not. Because there was, like, rumors around town that they were actually married. Like, maybe John Mm -hmm. was their kid and the Kate was his wife or... I don't know. It was weird. So, there's no... I I have no idea. Um... So, we will call John and Elvira, through this, we'll kind of call them Ma and Pa sometimes. They don't get them confused. Um, so, Ma and Pa spoke German, very, mm. like, thick accents. Mm. So, obviously, that means they came from Germany. German. But the kids, or teens, shall I say, they were fluent in English. Mm. Let me scoot over. Sorry. My, Sorry, I'm Well, my mouse was all the way over there. I forgot to move it. Um, so they were really fluent in English, so I don't think Mom and Pa talked very much, but the kids talked for everybody. After they moved to Kansas, they built a house, but also used it as a way to make money. They used the house, it was a general store, and it was kind of like a bed and breakfast hotel. Now, that's crazy, because you would think, oh, this is like a huge house. No, it was not a huge house. It was very, very small. Um... So, there was a little wall when you first walked through the front door that had a counter. And travelers could buy, like, supplies and goods and, f- like, snacks, I guess, and stuff. And horse feed and things like that for their horses. That's weird. I wasn't thinking they would be social. I think I thought they would be, like, antisocial and barely Mm-mm. be around people and stuff. That's really weird. So, as soon as you walk through the door, there was a, a little area that had the general store I guess you could say. Put that in air quotations. Um, and then there was enough room for like maybe one person to sleep at this bed and breakfast. Um, and then there was a curtain or a sheet that's, that was right behind the dinner table. And on the other side of that was the bender's bed where they slept. Like their area where they slept. Mm -hmm. And um, the curtain and everything will come into play later. So, we'll talk about that in a little bit. So, also... Oh. So, Kate... Um, the daughter... Possible wife. Who knows? Uh, she was one of the family members that everybody like, talked about because she was very beautiful. She was very talkative. She also was a medium that could communicate with the dead. She was known for traveling around town and to other neighboring towns to make money and do seances contacting people's loved ones. The community they lived in, like this community that they lived in and with this house, mm-hmm. it actually was a... Like I said, they were... Going to follow the spiritualist. Well, the whole community was made up of people that could talk to the dead. That were mediums. Um, you know, stuff like that. Now, do I really think she could talk, could talk to the dead? Probably not. It was probably just a way to scam people out of money. Um, because these people. Probably. Liked to do that. And, you'll, and I'll explain that. Um, and also, I just thought that was really weird. That there was like a whole community of people that were mediums and everybody was okay with it in the 1800s i was yeah, like that's wow man. that's really crazy um <clears throat> so the house was on an old indian uh trail called a sega trail and so they knew they could have like tons of travelers c- coming in and out did you get that stuck on your yeah, finger I did. sure did hang on all you gotta do is you can get some soap and get it off when we get done Or some lotion. I don't have any lotion on the table. Sorry, guys. She got something stuck on her finger and I couldn't stop (laughs) laughing. Okay, sorry. Okay, so basically there's an old Indian trail there. And it's a trail that people still used. It was literally right by the house. And I think there was even a train station pretty close by. So they knew they were going to get tons of travelers coming in and out. Mm Mm-hmm people over the years would disappear. Not very many people worried about it because this trail was known for having people disappear on it. Either they would die by the elements of the trail trail, or maybe get sick or something like that. However, people started to worry about a few different folks that went missing because they were like prominent people in society, I guess. The first one person that went missing and people were like hold on just a minute was George W. Lonker he was traveling from Independence to Ohio and he actually had his infant daughter with him Mm -hmm. the next one was a well known physician who went missing named Dr. William York and this was in 1873 he was also from Independence as well and he also um was investigating the area to find George and the infant because he was, like, their neighbor or something. And Mm. he went there, which is crazy. Like, he went there to specifically check out, to see where they might have been. He actually talked to the benders, and apparently they didn't have any information. But... Mm. So, Dr. York had two prominent brothers that were in politics and that... Um, as soon as he went missing they were like okay we're gonna start investigating so they got together and they started investigating and this is where the benders kind of messed up because they took out like a doctor who basically everybody knew so it got the attention of people after that so the benders were the first family that he talked to Um, this is the doctor's brother when they questioned him dim when they questioned them they said that they had no information about the men and they had no idea you know where they were or anything like that the townspeople had a meeting later at a local school like the same night and john bender and well both of them both the johns they actually came to the meeting and they basically wanted to know like it was kind of like a um it reminded me of uh what was his name uh Oh god The serial killer from Kansas Which is really weird because this Kansas. is in Kansas Oh my gosh The guy that was the He worked for AT&T And the people would like oh, I know what you're talking talk about. to him And they'd be like Yeah and then he'd break into the house and yeah, set plates and, on him and Yeah and he would talk to them and he'd be like I don't remember what his name was Oh I can't believe that you know There's a serial killer around And yeah, he's and like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's weird. Lock your doors <laughs> Yeah um, oh my gosh, we did an episode on it. It was their first wow. ever. Anyways, I can't think of it right now. It's losing my mind. So it was, they basically did what he did. I mean, mm-hmm. or they were the first ones to do it. They went to this town meeting because they wanted to know, like, mm-hmm. what do people know about Smart. what's going on with these men and, yeah. you know, all this. So the people, the townspeople decided to form a group and they would go to every single home and check out every single home to, like, see what was going on, what kind of suspicions there were, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. However, they couldn't do it immediately because there was, like, bad weather. I don't know if – I couldn't ever figure out if there was, like, a snowstorm coming in or tornadoes. I don't know what was going on. This was Kansas, so I'm thinking it was probably heavy snow. They had to actually wait two weeks, about two weeks, before Mm -hmm. they could go around checking houses. Wow. So – Probably snow if I had to guess. Yeah, probably so. So, that was not a good idea because it gave – these people. It was the Benders, but it gave, gave whoever uh, time to, like, get the hell out of Dodge. So, when Dr. York's brother went to search the houses, the first house they went to was the Benders, because they just had, like, this suspicion, like, they were just they were just, like, something's off with them. Mm-hmm. So, when they walked up to the house, they noticed that the animals on the farm were starving. They were, like, skin and bones. Mm-hmm. And some were even dead. Then, when they, um... They noticed that their wagon was gone. So that meant that the benders, after they attended the town meeting, like went home that night and got the hell out of Dodge, basically. Because they were like, yeah, they're coming. So (laughs) they're going to know. When they got into the house, a smell so horrid and horrifying hit them. And it was the smell of decomposition. The one reporter in a newspaper said it was thick in the air. It felt thick. They followed the smell all the way to a Trapped door that was in the floor The door was right behind a chair That was seated at the dinner table And when they opened the uh, Trapped door They noticed a cellar underneath with congealed Blood all over it they finally got people together around town to come and lift the cabin up so they could try to see if there were bodies underneath the cabin because, you know, these mm. cabins are really small, and as long as you got, like, 50 people, you can lift it up in there. Yeah. Um, and they did not find any bodies. But they did start searching the grounds of the property. They went to the orchard. So the benders had, like, an orchard, and they noticed that there was freshly plowed... Um, Like, dirt that had been tilled up. And so, Mm. when they went there, they also, like, some of the neighbors were like, yeah, you know, now that I think about it, that place is always, like, freshly tilled, which is really weird. Mm. So, when they went to start digging, the first body they found was Dr. York. And, um, they found him face down in a shallow grave. The back of his head had been smashed and his throat had been slit. They also found seven more bodies that night in shallow mm-hmm. graves. The one uh, the one one more the next morning that they found, they they found another body one more like one more body the next morning. Yeah. That's what I was trying so to about say. Eight <laughs> yeah. Um all the bodies were found with roughly the same injuries, but in the end, uh of the search of the orchard, they found at least 13 bodies and they're suspected to be around 20 plus more because that was the, they were just going off of like how many people were missing, missing. in the area. Wow. So yeah, a lot. Also, George and his infant were found. The infant, however, seemed to have no bruising or marks on it. So they assumed that they just buried, buried it alive. It alive. Wow. Or maybe suffocation. Mm -hmm. Um, So, most of the people they found were only identified by their clothes. Or maybe, like, if they weren't decomposed really bad, they could see their facial features. But most of them, um, some suggested they had maybe been there for years. So, maybe that this family had started killing, like, a year after they got there. uh, Because they were... um, Unrecognizable, and the only way they could recognize them was their clothes. They also mm. found some graves further out that had just bones in them, and they were seven feet down. So, you usually, bury people oh six feet under, but yeah. they buried them seven feet. They were like, mm, ain't nobody gonna find these people. Mm. So, now let's talk about how the benders would kill their victims. When they decided to kill someone, they would sit them down at the dinner table. The chair that the guest sat in was right in front of that sheet or that curtain we talked about. Mm -hmm. And remember, um, I told you also, like, the trapped door was directly behind it. So, they would, usually one of the men, they would um, be behind that curtain and they would bash them over the head. And then, usually it was John Bender... Mm-hmm. Um, he would bash them over the head with a sledgehammer then he would dump the body and down to the trap door and the women were in the cellar they would slit the throats of the victims just to make sure they were extra dead. Kind of reminds so, like, me of Sweeney Todd Puzzle's yeah thing. <laughs> it reminded me of that I was like holy shit I wonder if that's where they got their Idea inspiration for the movie or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah basically like that um, and so they would then steal any valuables that were on them they would strip them of their clothes then leave them down there until they were ready to move them to the orchard or the garden. There was another spot where they would take them. Mm-hmm. They did find bullet holes in the house. So investigators were led to believe that some of these victims fought back. Um, there were some travelers they didn't kill. Obviously, like, however, I guess because um, if they were like multiple people together, you know, mm-hmm. it would be a little bit harder. Yeah, that would be harder. Yeah. Uh, One man said that he stopped by and they offered him dinner and tried to get him to sit in that spot, but he didn't want to. He was like, no, I'm good. I'll sit over here. Mm -hmm. And they kept on trying, kept on trying, which he was like, okay, this is really odd. Then Elvira, the mom, ma, she got super angry and started like throwing stuff at him. And he was like, okay, we're getting out of here. Um He actually had another man with him to test, like, to test, yes, this happened. And, uh, which was crazy to me, because I was like, that's two people they would have had to get killed. And he also said that he saw the men come out from behind the sheet. So it was really like, okay. So they left. Luckily, they got away. Um, so, then there was another man who had pretty much the same similar situation, and the reason the investigators gave the benders uh, family g- gave like assume like what's the word I'm looking for assumed that they were the assumed person? that they were um, no that they ran away not just killing people for money they were also killing oh, people for enjoyment. for enjoyment was because some of the people they killed they only would get like. A couple cents off of Or Mm -hmm. there wouldn't be Like they would kill Not necessarily homeless people But I guess you could call them homeless people I don't know what they called them back then But people that lived on the streets You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Were they kids at the time? Or teenagers? How old were these? No So Ma and Pa were older I mean they were probably in their 40s, 50s And then the the, the younger ones They were in their 20s Okay So yeah they weren't necessarily... Young. Young. Kids. Okay. Um. Where am I? Um. Oh. So now let's talk about, like, what happened to them. Because you're probably like, okay, did they go to prison? What happened? Yeah. So remember I said that they had fled the house and they were, like, th- the people were gonna go search for them. Well, they found their wagon in the woods near an area where they would have been They also offered a $500 reward for anyone that knew any information or knew where they were, like saw them, brought them in, whatever. The wagon was the only thing that was found, and it was about a mile from their house, so not very far at all. Unfortunately, there was no one in it, and they were never found and Mm -hmm. have no idea where they were to this day. That is really weird. Yep. So they were never found. I bet they just went on foot and just left. Well, there's some theories that maybe Ma and Pa and Kate and John Jr., they took two different trains Mm -hmm. and they went, um, like, in two different directions and then met up eventually either in Texas or New Mexico. There was also, in 1990, I mean, 1990, 1890, there were two women arrested for crimes and they were actually brought to Kansas because they were believed to be Elvira Ma and kate um but once they got them there they realized it wasn't them Mm. however lots of people believe um that they were some people believe that they were in uh mexico i think is what it was like they got all the way down to texas and then they were able to escape to mexico Mm. today there is a historical marker where the what's it called bender mounds that's what it's called there's like bender mounds where the bodies were buried and there's a Mm -hmm. historical marker and it says that they're so far out from this marker um there's also the house um was destroyed and, of course, in grand fashion like people do, the house was destroyed by people that were taking it apart, basically. Like, there was people coming, because this was all over newspapers in, in back in the day, even, like, up in, you know, uh, Boston and places like that. Yeah. So, people were coming from everywhere, and they were, like, taking pieces of the house <laughs> and, like, taking them back. And So, there are some things. I think there's, like, a museum in Kansas somewhere that has some of their, like, a hammer... Um, just a bunch of different stuff. But, yeah. So, in the end, they were never caught. They obviously mm-hmm. died. I mean, obviously, now they're dead. But, um, there's speculation that maybe they didn't die. Maybe they fled the country. But, there was no other murders like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So and they, they also pro- well, killed they just, around 20 people. Yeah, they probably just laid low. And they probably just stopped. Or they died. I mean, I guess... But who would kill all of them? That's kind of, or maybe the family killed, like the parents. So some people think that maybe they knew, also as another theory, some people think that maybe the townspeople knew about them and, or had their suspicions. So after that meeting that night, mm-hmm. um, they just tracked them down and, and killed Killed them. them. Because they were only a mile from, the wagon was only a mile from the house mm-hmm. and there was no sign of them. Um, Or somebody spotted them and then killed them. Yeah. So they did this for roughly a year and a half, almost two years of killing people. Wow. And, and yeah. And a whole family, too. That's really odd. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as you walked through the door, there was a kitchen. And we'll post a picture of it. There was the kitchen. And here's the little general store. And here's, like, the kitchen area like the stove and there's a sheet right behind this like literally like you're sitting and there's like a sheet right behind you yeah and it was a white sheet too and the reason why they said that they're the detectives said they thought it was a you know that was the color they picked was because when you stood behind there when they would stand behind there they could see the shadow of the person so that Mm -hmm. way john would know exactly where to hit him over the head Mm. because if it was anything else he wouldn't be able to see Mm-hmm. So and then you know the trapped door thing. I don't know. I just thought that was crazy. I've never, you know, it felt like a. If it definitely should be a movie. I mean, oh yeah, one hundred percent for sure, because it felt like a movie, like something somebody would do in a movie. Um. Did so, the yeah. Did anybody say that the family was odd? No, though I mean, Kate the was like. Normal. Yeah, Kate was like the mm-hmm. town medium and you know everybody loved her especially in other cities and then ma and pa they were just really quiet and they didn't really say much because they didn't speaking they spoke english but it wasn't great you know mm-hmm. so um it's really weird now they did say that the john jr he was a little bit off i guess you could say or different um mm-hmm. but other than that excuse me but that is the story of the bender family um the bloody benders to be exact So, hopefully you enjoyed today's little short episode. Um, Hopefully, I don't know if we'll have another one before Christmas. Christmas is Sunday. We might try to pump something out Friday or Saturday. Maybe a Christmas. Yeah, I'll try to find a Christmas Uh, something. Something, yeah. (laughs) Um, I wanted to do something different other than a a murder because we keep doing true crime stuff. But it's just really hard to find different alien stories and monster stories and things like that but maybe i'll try to find something um i want to try to see if there's like an actual krampus story out there i know he's not real so don't come for me but i mean like somebody that i mean slender man's not real but there was a murder based off of him like these two girls that killed a young girl Um, they said that Slender Man made them do it or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, everybody knows that story. So, maybe there's something out there about Krampus. I don't know. But we'll see. We'll try to do a Christmas episode for you guys. Um, other than that, we hope that you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. Um, Merry Christmas if we don't talk to you again. Hopefully we will. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.